Welcome to Business Line's State of the Economy podcast, where you will find insight, analysis, and the story behind the numbers. Hi, welcome to this edition of State of Economy podcast on defense. With maritime zone hotting up in Indo-Pacific, we at Hindu Business Line decided to engage Captain Nikunj Parashar, founder and CEO of Sagar Defense Engineering Private Limited. to know his views on cutting edge naval solutions defense startup as a whole their success and challenges his own startup firm has come up with niche platform agnostic technology solutions for forces especially indian navy the latest was it signed a contract under idex dio's sprint initiative of ministry of defense for autonomous weaponized boat swarms to talk about captain parashar himself He is a merchant marine and alumni of IIM Ahmedabad. He is also a recipient of some accolades as he struggles his way through since quitting his job abroad more than 8 years ago to plunge into Indian defense sector. Sagar Defense got national award for robotics in 2022 from Department for Promotion of Industry and Internal Trade and from National Security Guard an elite force of Union Home Ministry for developing improvised explosive device Welcome to the podcast Captain Nikunj Parashar let me begin with you are a product of Atmanirbharta in defense sector since inception in 2015 Sagar Defense Engineering Private Limited has emerged as one of the promising defense startups Take us briefly through your innovation uh, journey. Uh, thank you, Dilip. Uh, I came to India on on when I heard about uh, uh, the Make in India program, and this is something which pushed me to quit my uh, good handsomely paid job across and come here and start uh, Sagar Defence Engineering. Being a sailor myself, sailed out for sixteen years. The core interest was always autonomous shipping, and the first takers of autonomous maritime technology had to be the defence forces here in India. So from 2015 to almost 2017 we pitched across to various organizations uh, in the country and at start the acceptance level was uh, low but there was a positive attitude in the armed forces in terms of make in india policy so somewhere around 2018 uh, we got the first success and this is where we built the first radio controlled target boats uh, for the indian navy once we built the first radio controlled target boats that took off and and from there we started digressing into different domains in maritime in terms of aviation in maritime where we have ship based drones which land and take off from warships uh, parallelly uh, we are doing unmanned surface vehicle as of now under the idex program and then the underwater vehicle now in all the three domains we have been able to work due to our platform agnostic technology that is a hardware and embedded software for same which has been built here in india now this helped us to scale in all the three domains and the acceptance have been there very strongly from the three armed forces can you talk us through about your uh, no key uh, sort of pro- uh, projects in terms of innovation okay now generally if you take a boat a boat which is manned has uh, three systematic problems first is a fuel second is fatigue and third is endurance how long long could be a manned boat or a ship could be out at sea so what we went about is we developed the country's first unmanned surface vehicle which could be controlled from few hundreds of kilometers now the innovative part in this was not actually the boat but the technology which is the brain behind it in running that platform 
So this is like a manless boat where it's fully autonomous, has a radar system, has a weapon system, which is integrated to a command control system, which is sitting almost hundreds of kilometers onshore. And that helps us to go to the next level. So this is the core tech there. Uh, this autonomy part, the collision avoidance, the mission guidance system is the core tech which helped us to actually develop these boats. And when we build the platform under IDEX project, now we have got an order, uh, we have got an AON for more than 300 crore for this. Okay. Any other uh, any other uh, contracts up your sleeve or some niche product in your innovation lab? Uh, yes. So as I said at start, that our technology is platform agnostic. So it's immaterial uh, to our hardware and the embedded software that whether it is a boat or whether it's an underwater vehicle or, or a human uh, flying platform, that's a drone. So right now we have two more separate AONs. One AON is for underwater vehicle for mine countermeasure. And the third accordance of necessity approval has been given across for logistic carrying uh, drones up to 150 kgs ship based. So this is where our strength is. We understand maritime. So in the drone sector also, we enter the maritime sector. Now, if you see the leading players like Idea Forge and Isteria across, they have been building platforms which land and take off from a fixed location. What we realized is, you know, it would be very difficult for us to compete these bigger players in that market. So we went and we ran away from the competition and with our technology powers, we entered into the maritime domain. This is where Navy gave us a very strong helping hand and we went out for trial over a year and the whole tech was developed on those lines. And then finally, the system got inducted uh, with the Indian Navy. So uh, do you wish to continue uh, with uh, naval platforms or, or are you thinking of offering other uh, to Air Force and uh, Navy as well? Oh, sorry, Army. Uh, we have actually moved into Army. Uh, we have just recently completed high-speed tank-based landing and takeoff trials and mm. also armored vehicle trials. Now, this platform being so agnostic, it's a material that, uh, you know, whether it's a maritime platform or it's a ground-based vehicle where we are operating, we are also looking at export market with the European counterparts in the commercial sector. So if you look in the North Sea and especially in the Europe, there are huge wind farms and inspection of a wind farm is a very classic difficult terrain task to carry out on a regular basis where the weather the weather condition is also pretty bad so this is where saga defense is taking a leap from a defense sector into army and navy we are also jumping into the commercial sector uh, to the european nations no what is prompting you to digress into you no know, commercial sector is it because there's more scope to do business so so there are two things you know if you see generally uh, technology has a lifespan uh, in the electronic sector, uh, technology changes every, uh, you know, uh, three months to six months of period of time. Secondly, the technology, what we have developed is novel. That means when we say it, there are hardly two to three players globally, uh, which has this capability of landing and taking off from a high speed craft. So when you have a novel technology, it also helps us to explore other markets. First is the first mover advantage is what is going to come to us in the commercial grade. And in commercial, we are able to give a mill standard redundancy, a mill standard reliability. Uh, with a lower cost. So that gives us an upper head advantage against the global player. And, and I think this is uh, what the statement of Saga Defense Engineering is also that we say intelligence open to ideas. That's a tagline. So mm -hmm. it's an idea which we are trying to put, push across in the commercial market where the drone operations could become more easy and more safe uh, across. And in commercial market, if you, you know, if you lower down the capex and opex, nothing can beat that.
so we see that a huge opportunity and i come from maritime uh, community which i understand uh, pretty well so as the technology has been built here in the defense sector being uh, realized well the reliability is very high and inductions are happening uh, you know as we speak as of now also of the second phase uh, we see the commercial market as a very huge opening parallel since you were talking about you no know, venturing into uh, european market can you tell us have you formed up any sort of deal or are in the process of doing that so so uh, i have a dutch office uh, already we are based out of rotterdam uh, we are supported uh, also parallelly by the dutch government so in this scenario what we are talking is we are talking to few big players in the netherlands across and a player in united kingdom for that so uh, now coming back to now uh, larger uh, defense startup ecosystem so idex has been a good initiative but do you think uh, there is a need to enhance allocation through idex uh, from the existing best pitch of rupees i think 10 crore is that right so uh, what is happening is idex is actually a fantastic uh, opportunity and when we are looking at idex uh, you know from 1 and 1/2 crore to a prime contract of 10 crore which they have uh, increased up Uh, it's amazing now uh, the other part is as companies like us uh, who have slightly evolved uh, in that scenario uh, you know uh, they are able to execute certain projects in a very big way when we look at smaller startups and very small startup where they have to do their own contribution of parallel one and a half crore that is where the investment uh, comes into play so now recently idex has also launched something for the investment scale where the investors can come across to the startups and when they get a grant from idex they can parallelly raise the money from there so overall the project is moving in the right direction certain ticket size uh, you know and if you ask me as a startup i would always say we need more money you know one and a half crore should be somewhere around three and a half crore that's always there uh, and as a startup i would say that i was always need more money but as of now the way government has started off it's it's just fantastic and and the way it is moving on is really great so the step has been positive as we get more positive results out of uh, idex challenges i think uh, they they would uh, look at raising that bar in terms of funding across uh, venture capitalists you uh, know i read you know abroad they have been investing uh, much in startups for instance i think you know in us where you no know, vcs have put some no 135 billion dollars from 2016 to 22 is there a trust deficit here because we don't find much vcs coming to assist the startups absolutely not it is not a trust deficit and and for example if you look at the india us partnership also from 2015 to 16 to 18 where we are now as a major tie up uh the question comes across why would a us vc invest in an indian defense startup we are one of the largest importers across so why would a, a, a vc from the european or the us side would invest their esg policies do not allow them to invest at all or uh, you go to any sovereign fund based out of canada or 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 from uh, you know gulf they would not invest so this is a challenge we need to have our own ecosystem of funding we need to have an alternate investment funding here in india so that our startups can be supported because if you look pragmatically across you know where india is turning from an importer to an exporter and 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 the defense business is 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 the largest business across globally you know uh, industries are fueled by defense business and wars so this is something it's not to do with the deficit but it is the countries and the people here have to look at alternate investment fund setting up those funds uh, across for the startups here so what is your prescription for that given your experience i would say that uh, you know uh, funds like uh, dst tdb where they launch their challenges and they look at funding or should be matter of fact 
uh, an alternate fund should be set up from them where people like us who are getting these accordance of necessity approvals of over 500 crores uh, should get direct funding uh, from these organizations and the timeline from six months to one year should be delayed within uh, should be reduced to uh, a month uh, to two months because there is a customer there is an order how do i execute it it's just the funding gap and and if these organization itself go ahead and come on board as funding in terms of equity and debt uh, across i think the problem would be solved right away because the government certainly has these monies uh, money uh, to go ahead in this sector so beside uh, funding what other changes you think uh, should be brought into atmanirbharta policy for for next generation reform because you no know, we we are still to innovate uh, no core uh, defense systems so that's a major area unless until we do that we are actually uh, not self reliant in true sense a uh, very true the uh, and and for that i would say you should visit sagar defense engineering to see us how we are working in therein i think there are two things in this uh, the first angle is what is the customer trust on you and second is how much are you willing to put in your efforts as our our mindset has always been you know buy india as an individual if we see we see a good european or a west technology therein we would bring it here label it made in india and sell it across to the armed forces we have to also understand that our forces are fighting war every given day uh, you know low intensity conflicts happening across our borders so they need reliable systems currently through the programs like idex uh, which is happening across and the challenges which are being launched across uh, by the forces the forces have have started have come in agreement that they are ready to test it and 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 go uh, by, you know walk aside beside you uh, in your endeavor important is as a startup we should not look at short you know short term goals we should be there in a longer game i would say and that's where uh, the development will happen now the ecosystems are only available to the prime so if you look at the likes of lnts and the bharat forge Uh, or adanis uh, they have their own ecosystem because they have the money to invest and develop that but smaller startups uh, like us does not have that ecosystem and and where the government has opened up you know certain drdo labs where you could go and carry out testing but imagine uh, somebody based out in 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 kanyakumari and want to do a trial in nadan command the cost which is across being bad so some incentives uh, at the state level and the center level has to be brought in in this scenario and if that happens I, i'm sure uh, we would scale to much larger heights what this what are your expectations from the you know from the coming budget would you like to do have an increasing allocation on r&d what are your thoughts on it i would say we should have a, a excellent increase in innovation on r&d uh, idex should come with a program uh, parallelly where uh, we could get an opportunity where the success rate is only 30% Uh, you know and this is a scare as indians we always feel that whenever there is a positive policy there are negative parts also you know somebody may misuse the whole policy but getting into challenges where success rate is only 30% and such high risk maneuvers if that happens i think the this the sky is the limit so increase in the r&d budget funding and especially for the programs like idex should be there and it should be earmarked at much higher uh, across uh, as we understand uh, in in this scenario see uh, startups also need a industry support do you think you know bodies like ciisidm are are able to you know, voice concerns or address issues of startups yeah sidm is uh, doing a fantastic job uh, in in this uh, scenario uh, across and and they have been working with the army with the navy and the air force uh, on regular basis uh, across 
Now, these bodies should also have people uh, across uh, who belongs to certain startups, which startups are not at growth stage, but which startups are also at the seed stage. And if these uh, member people can become their members and be part of the governing council, I think that can solve, personally, that can bring the ground reality on board uh, uh, to these bodies. Uh, this is there across. Yeah, but precisely that because we don't get to hear, you uh, know, from SIDM or for that matter, CIA, anything on defense startup. You know, there are no hardly any you know, basic uh, details about uh, defense uh, ecosystem with them. So uh, that's why that prompted me to ask uh, this question. There are many things which are happening. SIDM is doing a lot of work. Uh, the only problem is the awareness level. Where if you look at uh, TDAC from the Indian Navy has been doing a fantastic awareness level yeah. programs where every week they have these sessions with the industries and with the startups and they're doing a strong handholding. Um, I would say about, especially about uh, Navy here and same thing with ADSB, uh, uh, ADB with, in terms uh, from the army. Now, the problem, uh, what I also see with the startup is, uh, and we say in Hindi, so, People have to also put in their efforts to understand where uh, this is happening across, how it is happening across. Because I quit a job from abroad, came here in India in 2015, Make in India was just a website. And you know, mm -hmm. just a single page uh, there. And today, if you see Make in India, it's over 200 people and a strong team which is working in. So people yeah. also will have to, you know, move up from their cushion chair and really uh, slog themselves out on the field. And if you do that, I think sky is the limit. You know, the defense sector is the next sector in coming time. When do you think you know, India will actually become a you know, art member in true sense? I think with Honorable Prime Minister set up, the date is perfectly fine uh, of 2047, which he is looking at. The reason why is there are going to be failures. Possibly Sagar difference could be one of the biggest failures in coming time. We, not, we may not cope up. But these failures will also bring in learning across uh, the forces sitting at the headquarters and the forces which is out on the ground uh, there is always uh, you know a difference in their thought processes so when the headquarter thinks of a, a, you know new way to induct the people on ground would, would find them as a headache so the mindsets changing would need to happen so so the time of the amritkal is perfect and 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 if you look at you give yourself another a decade you will see a different uh, india in that sense but there's another issue which I would like to sort of seek your views on. India is world's largest you know, arms importer. Why do you think we are unable to export uh, our defense systems in the way we can? Because there's also equally uh, an example of South Korea. South Korea is emerging as a arms exporter. What are your thoughts? And if you look, I mean, let's look at the geopolitics. If you look at the geopolitics uh, in this scenario, uh, like the whole shift from Atlantic has now come across to the Iowa region mm -hmm. and the rise of the Pacific Rim, which has come across. Yes. Now, if you look at Korea, uh, where it is exporting to and which region, uh, region it is exporting to, you would get your answers. When you look at India, we have such beautiful neighbors on our side that okay. we had no option. And and, and yeah. the Atman Nirbhata vision, uh, uh, you know, has just started off uh, in a few years down the line. So our mindsets, and, and if you look at the semiconductor technology, which had kicked off during the Rajiv Gandhi's, Honorable Rajiv Gandhi's time, uh, again, it died its own slow death, where we were one of the leading uh, uh, countries in terms of research. And, and today we are still, you know, we are on the back foot across and now we are trying to open that uh, domain awareness space. So if you look in, in, in that scenario, you need to have a strong semiconductor industry across and, and we are slightly much slow in, in terms of years behind it. So that would take time to build up. 
moment you have the semiconductor industry, I, I think your core defense technologies would go in. And that is the reason why, as of now, the government vision is around 70% in non-kinematic and 30% in kinematic technologies. Because in armed forces, kinematic technologies would require state-of-the-art semiconductors and orbital sensors across which, which we do not have the capability as of now. So we need to have the semiconductor uh, technology and manufacturing hub here in the country. And I think that would help us to accelerate our defense market. Do you also uh, think that the larger defense uh, no, companies, the big boys of the sector, they should also be hand-holding uh, no, smaller players to, to take them along? No, but there is also a concern among the you know, startups and all that you know that the, all the big players, they are also getting into a, you know, into a, a MSME and, and that domain also and, and eating into the pie of uh, smaller players. Would you agree to that? No, I would not uh, agree to this part for sure that they are getting into the smaller MSME sectors and, and, and eating a pie into it. As of now, all the way till 300 crore, they get to AMD exempted. Uh, what is happening on the other sense is uh, that uh, some startups who have gone to a stage of larger players in the market, uh, we feel that there is a sense where uh, the business is not being done in the fair way. But the larger players, I, I don't see that problem happening in, in that scenario. The larger players, I would feel they're doing they're doing what they're capable of. They have the capability of investing 10,000 crores into business. They're going to invest that. So I don't see that uh, a larger player comes down in a contract which is uh, below 300 crores uh, or below that. As long as if that contract has a potential for a bigger upscale. I think the startups have to realize that uh, there is a need of the R also when you look at the government, uh, at the armed forces, are we able to fulfill that need of the R? And if we are able to fulfill that need of the R, how we are going to scale in that manner? So, so this is what I said, there are two sides of the coin that I may be able to fulfill the first contract, but how do I scale it up across to so where is the funding for it? And, and in that scenario, this is where the larger players could come on board and, and support you. Now, once they support you, then there are two options comes across. Either they help you to scale or they acquire you. So you'll have, I'll have to keep all your options and I think that's that's business and the business happens across this way globally also. So I think it's rather than crying uh, in this scenario, if you fight it out well, the opportunity is used. And finally, uh, Captain Parashar, uh, do you think will you be able to share you know, your book of accounts for this FY and your projections for next uh... I think my book of accounts are available on ROC Dalip. So you just 50 rupees if you file, you will be able to download from there. And uh, our projections for the coming year, uh, we would be doing something, you know, uh, above uh, almost 45 crores. And in coming time, possibly above 200 crores. Thanks, uh, Captain uh, Parasha, for uh, taking time out and joining us on the podcast to share your views about your company, about uh, the defense uh, startup ecosystem and best wishes for your uh, future venture. And, and we hope to see you again when you grow. Thanks. Thank you so much, Dalip. And, and uh, people like you are the torchbearers uh, for small startups like us. So, so please keep doing this.